Hey ladies, welcome to the Aligned Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Hallie Hobday, and I'm an online fitness coach whose mission is to help inspire women to live a balanced lifestyle along their fitness journey. I've helped hundreds of women lose body fat without cutting out carbs and without doing tons of cardio. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Fitness Podcast. I hope you guys are having an awesome day. And today we are talking about how to emotionally detach from the scale, how to emotionally disconnect from that number that you see on the scale. Because I know a lot of us kind of, you know, dictate our fitness journey or our progress on like how much weight we're losing. Um, And I know this is a lot, something that a lot of my clients have struggled with. I've struggled with this for years. And this is something we're constantly questioning along our fitness journey. You know, like if you're weighing yourself often, you ask like, why did the scale go up two pounds? Why haven't I lost weight yet? Um, I'm freaking out. The scale is up three pounds overnight. Like what happened? Should I add more cardio? Am I eating too much carbs? Like what do I need to do? Um, And that's obviously a very toxic mindset to have. It gets very exhausting to be constantly worried about how much you weigh. And so let's say this, like you start your fitness journey you want to lose 20 pounds, let's just say that you're working out consistently, you're eating healthy for a few days. And then you step on the scale and your weight is up two pounds, or maybe a pound. So you start questioning yourself, you're like, what the heck, I've been eating healthy, I've been going to the gym, like, why haven't I lost weight yet? And so that's when you really start to, you know, go down this dark, deep hole of like, this spiral downward. So you're like, okay, I'm not going to eat dinner. I'm going to skip dinner. I'm going to eat less. I'm not going to eat this bread. I'm going to do 30 minutes of cardio tomorrow. Like I need to lose this weight. And the cycle continues. Like who has gone through this? And if you are sick and tired of this, you probably are feeling exhausted right now. Like it's just not a stable mindset to have. It's not healthy and it's not sustainable. And you will continue to struggle with this for as long as you let it. So today I want to be teaching you guys how to finally end the struggle, how to finally just emotionally detach yourself from the scale and how much you weigh and stop letting a stupid number dictate and control your life. Because if you're constantly stressed out about this, you're going to be thinking about your weight all the time. Maybe when you go out to social events, Maybe when you go out to eat, you're like, well, I don't want to get something that's too much calories. I'm going to, you know, order this instead. And it's just, you know, you don't have a great quality of life. So in order to do that, in order to emotionally detach from the scale, you have to actually go backwards and trace back to where this unhealthy mindset began. Because we're not just born into hatred towards the scale or born with anxiety of how much we weigh, it's something that you acquire over time. It's something that you acquire through life experiences. And it usually starts in your childhood. So I've opened up about my weight gain. Obviously, I've told you guys about my binge eating, about binge drinking. I gained a lot of weight. I was overweight like five years ago. But I didn't really talk about my experience with the scale before that at a younger age, like middle school, high school age. And so um, I struggled with the scale for a very long time. And it started when I was younger. And so this story is going to explain where my body dysmorphia really began. 
Because obviously we all struggle with that sometimes. I still struggle with body dysmorphia some days. It's definitely the best that it's ever been. Um, But I want to talk about where my unhealthy relationship with the scale began. So we're going back to where I was like maybe 12, 13 years old. And so growing up, I competed in all-star cheerleading and gymnastics. And that right there is already a sport that's heavily relies on like how you look, like you need to look fit. You need to be a certain like smaller size um, to you know, be able to do the sport optimally. So this was back in maybe like seventh or eighth grade. I was probably like, I don't know, 13, maybe yeah, 13 around there. And I remember being chosen as a flyer for a stunt in our routine. And I just remember being super excited. Like I had never been a flyer before. I was also very, very scared. Like I was trembling because I was so scared to be up in the air, but I was chosen as a flyer. And there was this girl on my team who wasn't really the nicest. I actually don't remember her name, but whoever you are, girl, if you're listening to this, I hope you're doing well. But anyways, I remember she came up to me and we were, she was like probably a year younger than me. So she was probably like, I don't know, maybe we were the same age, 13. And she is like, and I remember this so vividly. I'm surprised they chose you as a flyer because your legs are just so big. And she like, went like that looking at my thighs. And this was the first time anyone had ever said something like that to me. And I remember feeling like my heart just dropped. I was so excited to be a flyer. And she took that excitement from me and kind of just like ripped it out from under me in just a split second. And mind you guys, I was tiny growing up. Like I was always smaller. I was super short. I was probably like four feet tall, 80 pounds maybe 90 pounds, probably just probably less than that. And I was also super, super shy, like very insecure, very, very quiet. Like I was the girl that was too scared to go order for myself at a restaurant or like if I needed a refill, I would be too scared to like go get a refill, whatever, like that kind of stuff. Um, And I grew up with like this weird social anxiety. So I didn't stick up for myself. I was super young. I didn't tell my coaches. I didn't tell. I don't even think I told my parents. I just remember getting like really teary eyed in front of all the other girls on the gymnastics floor and just trying to hold my tears back. I don't even think I like said anything to this girl. And that moment was really, really painful for me. Obviously, at the time, being so young, I wasn't I didn't realize that she was just projecting how she felt onto me because when you're young, you don't even know what that means. But the following years, through middle school and high school, my thighs became my biggest insecurity. Like she mentioned, no, your thighs are so big. And so obviously my attention was drawn to my thighs now. And I was literally like an 85 pound little girl. Like I was so tiny and I would feel them when I was walking. I would like put my hands down by my thighs and I would feel them like jiggle. And I sat down in the school chairs in middle school with when I was wearing shorts on and I would feel on the side if I had like cellulite like when you sit down your your skin just like compresses together obviously because you're sitting down but I thought it was because oh my thighs are big I'm fat and I was so tiny back then and I remember watching countless videos of how to get a thigh gap and I would do bodyweight exercises after school in my room um I would stand in the mirror and like push my hips back to make it look like I had a thigh gap. Like I wanted to see if that was even possible for me. And I didn't even realize that having a thigh gap is your genetics. It's literally bone structure. It's not about if you're overweight or skinny or not. Um, But obviously I didn't realize that back then. So 
A couple years later, this was after middle school. I was, I was a freshman in high school. And this was a ver- another moment that I remember like so vividly because I remember during PE, we had to weigh ourselves. We, had, we all had PE as a freshman, like you just had to have it. And I hated PE, by the way. But we had to weigh ourselves for PE. Um, and I stepped on the scale and I saw that I weighed 97 pounds when I was 14. I was a freshman in high school. And I saw that number and I literally cried because I don't think I cried like at school, but it was when I got home. I cried because I was almost 100 pounds. And in my head, 100 pounds, like three digit number, I thought that was so big. Like I was so big. I was fat. I thought I was just overweight. I thought I was heavy because I was so close to being 100 pounds. Like that's how unhealthy my mindset was back then with the scale. And these moments were really painful for me. Like that's where my unhealthy relationship with my body weight began. It started when I was younger. And flash forward a few years later, again, I've already told this story, but when I was 19, my journey was the opposite. I actually gained weight. I was overweight. I was the heaviest I had been. And my fear for the scale still existed. In fact, I was so scared of the scale that I avoided it for almost two years because I couldn't stand to see the weight I had gained. Like I was running from my problems. And the scale held me captive for years, like crying after I see that I was 97 pounds, then flash forward, didn't even weigh myself because I didn't want to face myself and the weight that I had gained. So I, because I couldn't find worthiness within myself, I turned to find my worth on a number on the scale. So if any of this resonates with you, or if any of you ladies are going through this right now, maybe you're feeling this way right now, look back and see where that mindset started. Like, where did these patterns begin? Maybe in childhood, you were, you were bullied in school, or maybe even by your mom or your parents telling you that you need to lose weight, you're overweight. Like, maybe you grew up with all these negative comments about your weight with your siblings, maybe from your friends. Maybe you compared yourself to an older sister or girls at your school, or maybe you're comparing yourself to other women that you see on social media. Um, You're following like fitness influencers or models, and you think that you need to weigh as much as them in order to look similar to them. So think back to where this started and just sit in that for a moment, because sometimes we're you know, stressing about the number on the scale and our worth and all this stuff, and we don't even know where this began. Like I had to really sit back and think like, why was I so obsessed with the scale back then? And then it clicked and I was like, oh, it was that one moment in cheerleading that I was told my thighs are big. Like that's when it started for me. And so how long have you been letting yourself dictate your worth from a number on the scale? Like how long have you been obsessing over your weight? And what do you need to do to heal from that? Like, what do you need to heal from? Is there someone that you need to talk to? Like, maybe you're, maybe you grew up and your mom was constantly putting you down, like you're fat, you're overweight, you need to lose weight. Maybe you need to face her and actually have that conversation. Like, hey, like growing up, you told me all these things. And now I've implemented these, these toxic habits and this toxic mindset with myself. And that's what you need to unpack and unravel. So 
realizing where this pain started or where this pain came from, that's the first step in the healing process. And that's probably going to be a hard, it's not going to be easy. It's going to be a hard thing you're going to have to do. But that's the first step is realizing where did this come from? Where did this start? How old was I? What happened? Like, where am I getting these mental patterns from? And then the next step is just letting that go. And this is probably the hardest part, but this is the most important part. And it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen right in this moment where you're going to be like, okay, let it go. I don't care about the scale anymore. Like it doesn't work that way. It's going to be a process. It's going to be a healing process that, that takes time. But you cannot keep living in the past. You know, like I lived in the past for a long time. I would compare my older pictures. Like when I had gained weight, I would look back at what how much I weighed last year or two years ago. But you're not that girl anymore. You're not that girl who was bullied or was told that she needs to be smaller and weigh less. Like you're not trying to look like you did in high school or how you did in college anymore. You're trying to become a new and improved version of you and an even better version than you were back then. So stop living in the past. We're not in the past anymore. We're in the present moment. And you need to stop comparing your older pictures. Stop looking back last year, last month, two years ago. Like I used to do that every single day and it was exhausting. And I would just pick apart and look, oh, I I gained this much weight here. Like my stomach looks bigger now. And it's just exhausting and it's just not helping you. It's not validating anything. It's not being helpful at all. And until you let this go, you're going to continue to suffer. You're going to continue to feel your heart drop when you step on the scale or get anxious when you have to weigh yourself. Like that's going to continue for as long as you let it. And so how to do this, like how to let it go is you need to find worthiness and happiness in other areas. And this is something I'm still working on. Um, I feel like it's really easy to dictate our worth on how much we weigh or how we look or how much money we have. But I'm learning and what I have learned these past few years too, is you need to find your worthiness in other areas and track your progress in other ways. You can weigh yourself. I think it's fine to like know how much you weigh. But I also think that if you're going along your fitness journey, you cannot just use the scale as that one form of progress. You need to be looking at your strength in the gym. Like, are you getting stronger? That's progress. How you feel emotionally and physically. Like, are you less tired? Are you more energized? Are you more at peace with yourself? Are you less stressed? Maybe you had high blood pressure and when you started your fitness journey, your blood pressure lowered. That is amazing progress. You can still see progress in so many areas. Um, Just like how your clothes are fitting or your measurements, because you could be gaining muscle and losing body fat at the same time. And your weight might not change much, but your entire body is going to look different. So other ways to measure your progress is how much you've learned. Like think of all the education that you've learned so far along your fitness journey. And maybe you just started, but you know more than you knew a month ago or maybe six months ago. That's progress too. You can see progress with your mindset, with your education, with your strength, um, and also just how you are overall as a person. So these are all signs of progress. It's not just about losing weight. You don't have to keep losing or weighing less and less and less in order to be happy. And I want to read this quote. I have it right here. Um, I sent this to my clients this morning because I, I like to send motivational quotes every Friday just to keep everyone motivated. But I love Abraham Hicks. I talk about Abraham Hicks all the time. I love manifestation, law of attraction. And I just got into this stuff like a few years ago, but I was reading one of her books yesterday 
And this quote really resonated with me. And I was like, I have to share this with my audience because this is for life in general and especially with your weight loss journey. So it says, struggle, struggle, struggle never leads to a happy ending. It defies law. When I get there, I'll be happy. Or when I lose weight, I'll be happy is not a productive mindset because unless you are happy, you cannot get there. When you decide to first be happy, then you will get there. So what that basically means is if you are constantly showing up every day, like, oh, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. I I still haven't lost weight. I still haven't lost weight. I gained two pounds, this and this and this. You're never going to lose the weight because your mindset isn't there. Like you're attracting more struggle and more weight gain and more frustration into your life. So you have to first decide to be happy with yourself And then you're going to get there. Then you're going to lose the weight. Then you're going to be happier. And I know that's probably the hardest part because you're probably thinking, well, I can't be happy right now because I don't have the weight loss yet or I don't have the body. I don't have the money. I don't have this. But you can't come from a place of lack. You cannot come from a place of lack. You can't attract the things you want in life if you're constantly focusing on the fact that you don't have it yet. So you have to learn to love yourself now or else you still won't love yourself, even if you do lose weight. Like if your goal is to lose 50 pounds and you say, I'm not going to be happy until then, like sure, maybe your life will be easier and you will feel a little more confident if you lose the weight, but you're still going to have down days. You're still going to judge your body. You're still going to have bad body image days. Like that's just how it works. We all deal with that. And after you reach that goal, I was also telling my clients this the other day, After you reach a certain goal along your fitness journey, you're going to have another one. Like I've lost my weight and now I want to build muscle. Like I'm still not quite to where I want to be yet because I'm always going to be improving and growing into a new and better version of myself. So don't just think that once you lose the weight, you're going to be happy. Like you have to be happy right now with yourself and accept yourself for how you are or else you're never going to be happy, even if you do reach your fitness goal. So I think that is something that I finally learned like my first year or two into my fitness journey. I don't remember like constantly hating myself all the time, like maybe before I started, but even a year in, I didn't really make that much progress, but I was happy with myself. I knew I was on the right path and I was patient. And I think that's how I was able to lose weight and also keep it off too, because I love myself now. So you might as well learn to love yourself now and be happy now, or else you're going to continue with the struggle. You're going to continue to dictate your worth on a scale. So that is it. That is all. I hope you guys learned something new and got value from this. And I hope that I was able to make a little switch in your head. Like if you're struggling with how much you weigh right now, or you're struggling with losing weight, just remember to love yourself now in the moment. And if you come from a place of love, you're going to attract more things to be grateful for. So that's it. That's all guys. I hope everyone has an awesome day and I will see you in the next podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, girl. Hopefully you got some value and learned something new. If you did, screenshot this episode, share it to your IG story and tag me at Hallie June Fit. I appreciate you and I'll see you in the next episode.